Hey y'all, welcome to the Not A Rocking Chair Librarian podcast, episode 19.7 in the Dynamic Duo series. I'm so excited. I have spent the past week at the Texas Computers and Education Conference, TCEA. Thanks Heather Lister for suggesting this conference to me last year. You were right, it's a great mix of sessions, workshops, panel discussions, hands-on learning, playgrounds, and presentations, including library and librarianship-specific sessions. TCEA is like a mini ISTE, attracting attendees and presenters from across the country and the world. Shannon Miller, K-12 teacher librarian at Van Meter School in Iowa and Future Ready Library spokesperson, and Bill Bass, Innovation Coordinator for Instructional Technology and Library Media for the Parkway School District in St. Louis and current president of the board for the International Society of Technology and Education, ISTE, are both here and leading Future Ready Librarian sessions and presentations. Bill and Shannon have also co-authored a new book, Leading from the Library, Help Your School Community Thrive in a Digital Age, available this spring. So of course, I couldn't pass up this opportunity to sit down with this dynamic duo and tap their thought leadership around K-12 librarianship. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ZMidler, Z as in Zoe, M-I-D as in dog, L-E-R. Let's listen to Bill and Shannon. Hi, my name is Shannon McClintock Miller, and I am the district teacher librarian at Van Meter Community School in Iowa. And I also serve as the Future Ready Librarian um, spokesperson with Follett and the Alliance for Excellent Education. My name is Bill Bass. I am an innovation coordinator for instructional technology, information, and library media in the Parkway School District in St. Louis, Missouri. I also currently serve as the president of the board for the International Society for Technology and Education, or ISTE. Shannon and Bill, thank you so much for doing this. I know we're at the Texas Computers and Education Conference right now, and I know you're both presenters and attendees. So thank you so much for taking time out. I know you're in really high demand, so I really appreciate this. Uh, congrats to you, uh, Bill, you. on the ISTE thing. That's <laughs> a pretty you. big deal. And congrats to you for um, going back to Van Meter yes. a little break. Thanks. And also you're a published children's author now. Yeah. So good on you. Yeah, thank you. Um, high achievers much? Well, Not a Rocking Chair Librarian podcast over the past few months has been focusing and spotlighting what I'm calling dynamic duos. Um, and those are principals and teacher librarians who are partnering, collaborating to create modern K-12 library spaces and programming and really make those spaces the heart of their learning communities led by teacher librarian leaders. Um, Shannon and Bill, I know you have a new book coming out, uh, Leading from the Library, Help Your School Community Thrive in the Digital Age, available March-ish. March-ish. Okay, we'll keep an eye out for that. I'm sure you'll email me as soon as you know. I totally okay. will. Email everyone. <laughs> um, so this collaboration squarely puts you guys in the dynamic duo category. Um, so I just wanted to ask you quickly, how did, how did the book come about? How did you, why did you decide to do this? Well, Shannon and I met probably eight-ish, mm -hmm. eight to ten years ago, and we, um, at the time, we were both kind of in doing different things than we are now, um, very much um, still helping teachers and things like that, but not in our current roles. And so in that, you know, we, we kind of started talking, and then, you know, just over time, as our, our respective roles morphed into what they are now, 
it gave us um, further opportunities for conversation and, and just kind of led us to the point of, um, of leadership and, the, and recognizing the need for leadership. Definitely. Well, and I think with our, um, we both serve in a capacity with future ready librarians and we know the importance of, I mean, not just within our own schools, but how we're helping others like throughout our country and, you know, even throughout the world on how they can make a difference and support and lead, you know, not only in your libraries, but within your school and community and in other capacities too. And so I think we had a lot of like um, with our roles being very similar but also very you know different in what we do it's just a great combination of being able to have those conversations plus he's my friend <laughs> that, that, that helps is, that, is it easier to write a book with a friend like I mean or, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. or a colleague or <laughs> well and I think I mean you know like to that to that point I think what's nice about um, what has been nice about working with Shannon is that we can, um, like, she doesn't mind if I edit her stuff, and I don't mind if she edits my stuff. And, you know, so the, the true collaboration that comes across in that um, really creates an, an easy way to approach the whole writing process and, and get through, get the message out that is not um, my message or Shannon's message, but it's our message together. And so um, finding that same voice um, while it's challenging and, and you know it at the same time it really gives um, a lot of credence to being able to you know being friends and being able to work together in that capacity gotcha. get both perspectives which is nice too. yeah and I think that's important because like when we look at you know just even what well, we spoke last week at FETC and then tomorrow we speak here and I'm excited for that because I think not just these two, but as you know, our book comes out and as we have more opportunities, like the difference that we can make, not only with librarians, but especially making a difference with the people, the administrators in the building and the leaders of the building to you know, hear about the, the things that librarians and people in um, Bill's role can do and the importance of school libraries. I think that's the thing that I'm most excited about, you know, about this partnership. It can make a huge difference. You've given me a great segue. <laughs> so the, I, we don't have a lot of time, so I wanted to cut to the chase. And, and what I want to ask you both is, what advice would you give to principals and administrators who tend to do sometimes that snapshot of, I walk by the library, I see lots of books on the shelves, I see kids checking in, checking out, I see a story time, I see maybe a lesson or two happening. Um, we're good. That's all I really need right now. That library and that librarian is doing their job and the library seems to be doing what it's supposed to be doing. So what might they be missing out on? So I think that, um, so <laughs> missing out on, I mean, you're missing a great opportunity. You're missing the opportunity to really enhance the lives of your kids, both in their reading lives and in just their, their understanding of the world around them. And I think that's one of the things that the librarian has to offer, that if a leader in a building or a district doesn't recognize how the influence that a librarian can have on their school and on the students in their school, and not just students, but, but teachers and parents and administrators and staff and counselors and anyone who walks into that building, um, I think if you, if you are only focusing on the things you mentioned, the, you know, 
books are being checked out. We have plenty of um, books on the shelves. We do story time okay. and all of that stuff. You're missing out on so many incredible things. And, and ultimately, we're not preparing kids for um, whatever's next for them. And we're not preparing them to have the flexibility of um, understanding their own reading lives and understanding the role that um, libraries, information, technology, critical thinking play in that, in, in their lives. Because otherwise, you know, really, we're relying on only what happens in the classroom and classroom teachers have so many demands on them through their curriculum and all of that, that librarians have um, a little more freedom to, to really explore with kids and to help kids find their own personal interests. And I think um, like missing out on that is, um, it's, I mean, it's almost a travesty for our kids. Well, and I think that the one thing that um, like administrators need to realize is that librarians, like they are experts in so many different things and passionate about so many different things. Just like Bill said, you know, we have we have like this chance and opportunity in so many different ways because we don't have like a strict curriculum that we have to follow or fill out report cards or deal, you know, with parents on a day-to-day -day basis like a classroom teacher does. And so we have all these great opportunities to really showcase like things that are happening like throughout our world, but also that student voice of kids and to be able to bring that not just to the library but we have all this chance to also teach and lead outside of our library and so you know an administrator they're walking by they should also walk by classrooms and see the librarians they should also you know go to special events and see their librarians they should see their librarians using skype and you know bringing opportunities to the school and i think that's the thing that we you know need to celebrate because i can't tell you like the last time, I mean, I have an associate put books away in our library because I'm doing 5,000 other things, you know, during the day. But, you know, seeing them within your school, seeing them on social media, seeing them using things, you know, to celebrate the reading lives of our kids, but also the great things that we can just bring them, you know, throughout the day and outside of school, too, is something that we can do and that we should be doing as librarians as well. So the flip side of that is if the administrator walks by and says we're good what about the librarian who says you know I am a librarian I don't not interested in maker spaces or coding or green screen and video production is a and, librarian and, yeah. we, and we are losing literacy focus yeah well I think that there's like a, a happy balance between that I mean because in your maker spaces like you can celebrate literacy in technology you should always be like literacy should be a huge focus on that too but also just again working with your teachers and empowering your community we just started this thing at VMeter called VMeter Reads and kicking off you know just a new reading initiative like not only at school but with our families and with the kids at home as well but we can't lose that focus like that's our main core of being like a librarian but also being a teacher like that should be every teacher's focus is being just a leader in literacy but you know a leader in learning a leader in education and and I think that's you know the really important thing and administrators need to of course you know there's all kinds of different librarians but but pushing us all no matter if we're like the best librarian in the world or you know we're somebody that maybe we need to change a few things and and get to be where our kids and our teachers need us to be but and I would argue that the 
very definition of literacy has changed. Mm-hmm. And to to say that we can ignore some of those things that you mentioned um, is really kind of putting our head in the sand mm-hmm. around what it means to be literate in the digital age. And I think that's really the the key there is we can talk, you know, we can have a very traditional view of literacy and if we only have that view, then, um, then yeah, we are good. But there is, but being literate now means such different things than it once did. And I think that one of the things that I really like about um, what we put together in our book is that it really kind of highlights that, that literacy is not, um, is no longer just reading and writing. And, and librarians can leap through that and become, be seen as the leaders of that um, movement, as it were and support teachers as they, to, to a great extent, not, and not just teachers, but teachers and parents and, and kids and administrators as they struggle through that shift mm-hmm. in the definition of literacy mm-hmm. because we're in a different spot and we will continue to be in a different spot. Like it's not, it's not going away. Okay. So um, I, think those are, I think those are pieces that, you know, like that's, that's, that's the advice that I would give mm-hmm. to librarians is that, um, Ultimately, at that point, if, if that's all you're doing, you're not serving your kids well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is validating because we've had a lot of conversation in BBSD about what literacy advocate means, and it is more than just the reading. It is the reading life, but how does that reading life extend into other multiple literacies? Yeah. And there are multiple, and I think that's a shift too that our administrators need to make because they come in with sometimes a bit of baggage about what a library was for them sure. and what a teacher librarian mm-hmm. did for them. I don't even think they called them teacher librarians. They called them librarians back then. So I think they're making that shift as well. So this was all incredibly validating. Yeah, <laughs> it is though. That's It's just so important. And it's important for our, you know, and for everybody, our families and mm-hmm. everybody to understand that and how we just gave a presentation, my friend Becky and I, before this about summer reading and, you know, preventing that like summer slide and talking about all the different places like showing where my son Hagen like he really doesn't like to read books but he sure likes to read in in lots of different ways and create in different ways and have his voice be heard and you know all kinds of ways and I think we need to celebrate that too as librarians we have that key I think to be able to help well we can help him expand the definition yes. of literacy mm-hmm. I mean we've already started to do it because I know there was some pushback uh, not even years ago just a little while about like is a graphic novel really reading yeah. You know, if you're reading an ebook, are you really reading? Yeah. If you're listening to an audiobook, mm-hmm. are you reading? So I think yeah, we can absolutely. really help expand the definition of that. So, okay. Well, I would go so far as to say, how do you read a YouTube video? Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you, because those, there are skills that are involved yes. in that. It's content, yeah. Um, and it's not, you know, it, most of the time it's seen as entertainment, but it's, mm-hmm. but we are rapidly moving towards a space where video becomes more and more our primary mode of communication and if that is true and that's where students are going to be getting um, that information, it's not right or wrong, it's where we are. Mm-hmm. And to yeah. say that we, we can be nostalgic about, you know, how, how we once read books and everything was great and, you know, the world was different then and that's fine. But you're right, the world was different then. Right. Um, but here we are today. And so I think that there's, you know, a certain recognition that has to go along with that. And, you know, we're in, we're in the business of educating students. and. Um, educating students means that you know our schools are kind of a microcosm of our greater society and so how do we um, support them 
both in school and out of school because it's not, they're no longer relying just on school to be able to find and get information. Um, that has changed dramatically and I think, you know, like I said before, I think that um, not recognizing that is really, um, you know, just kind of denying the realities of um, the world that we live in. Guys, this was really great. Thank you so much for your time. Um, I always tell guests that as soon as I get it published, I'll let you know. I'll send you a link because I know you can't wait to hear yourselves. Yeah, if you're like me, I just cannot stand <laughs> to hear myself talk on this. So I really greatly appreciate yes, it. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you.